1: Great soaring. He's in one of those zones right now. Attacks the basket
0: again. Got it to go. The-
1: Twin Towers, Bobon and uh, Landale.
0: Uh, against the big fella.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm telling you, man, it, it's
2: defense. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance.
1: I think that's a backhanded compliment, a little bit. Good Thursday morning, everybody. And it is a good Thursday morning after the Rockets took care of that business last night. Boy, did they ever. The first time in 1,005 days that they're over 500. 1,005 days. February of 2021. The Or 2020. Was it 20 or 21? 20. February 5th. Yeah, 20. I think
0: 20. 20. Yeah, not 21.
1: Uh, 20. Uh, that they are in, that they have a record that's better. You got to go back over to COVID
0: playing in front of like cardboard cutouts.
1: Mm. Un, un, unbelievable how well, they just actually, took care of that before, business last time.
0: It was before they got
2: to
1: the. Now street clothes wasn't there. No. So I mean, I, do you? How
0: about that? We didn't even. Did you know he wasn't going to play? No. I thought that. Was there any inkling he wasn't going to play? There was.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah, I
3: mentioned it yesterday. He was in and out of the game against the Heat that the on Monday. So well, because one chance. of
0: the yeah, you did mention that, but <clears throat> one of the interns had his Kobe had a a Kobe Bryant jersey on us. You are a Laker fan, and we were talking to him, and uh, you know the question came up: Do you think Street Clothes is going to play? And Michael Connor asked him, and he's like, uh, "Yeah, I assume he is."
3: You check in with the interns to determine if people are going to play basketball.
0: Yeah. Well, no, no. I well, Michael, you got to get two sources. I mean, there are news. Michael supporters. Connor asked him that. I, of course, already knew from you.
3: Oh, okay. Well, you gotta get two sources. But you gotta spell. get two sources. Well, spell. me and then Dave McMenamin, whatever his name is. What it's well, and again. an intern
0: who wears a Kobe Bryant. Jersey. Yeah,
3: is that a source? If you wear, well, if he's a, Kobe... a Laker fan, he's got to yes. be on
0: their Reddit pages yes. or their fan sites. You should have called R.J. on Twitter. I should have R.J. Or he's just
3: a Kobe Bryant fan.
0: I should have called R.J. He'll know. He'll know.
1: We should text R.J. and tell him. Well,
0: you should see how he's thinking about the Lakers today. They look good. Uh, Lakers. The Rockets started the game off eight to nothing, and this is when you hear the phrase "boat race." What it means is that, like in the what is the yacht? Uh, what is the the race the that America's they have? Cup? Yeah, the America's Cup, a cup that we're so good at that they named it after us. Wait, Although wait. I think for a while this guy from Australia, I think Australia was really
1: good at it, but regardless you know, except we won it for like 118 years in a row america's cup right. They should
0: call that you know well you or can't call it s- something basketball. like that like whatever. they should call it the european cup for the riders cup Mm-hmm. and that would be that would be more appropriate but um <clears throat> it's called the phrase boat race comes from that because once one once one boat gets ahead you're using the same like it's you there is no separate technology this isn't car racing or whatever you're just kind of at the disposal of your what you have and the wind and all that other stuff, right? So boat race means once one boat gets out ahead, it pretty much just stays the same. And that's exactly what yesterday was. A boat race. The Rockets got up eight nothing, and literally for the rest of the game, it it was it was very minor skirmishes here and there, but for the most part, they just basically Held shop and did whatever they wanted to, and it was impressive for so many different reasons. I think first and foremost, you sh- they showed the ability to beat, frankly, an inferior team. Yep. The Lakers didn't even look like they belonged on the same court with the Rockets.
1: No, the Rock. Listen, uh, we were talking about we were t- we've talked about this before, but where a coach makes the biggest impact in which sport? I mean, we were even talking about this just. I mean. Whoever comes in is going to have a good baseball team is going to win 85 games or more with the Houston Astros, right? It's going to be hard to screw this thing up unless you're a total idiot and you can't put together a lineup or, or bring in relievers. I mean, honestly, so baseball is probably the smallest impact with a manager. Yeah. Look at what D'Amico's doing with the with the Texans. A coach, of course, the quarterback has it, it has to be right, but he's also getting coached up in in a in a great way. But look at the difference in this team. Well,
0: scheme matters in football. I mean, he's also changed culture, like the yeah. expectations. Well, look D'Amico's at the culture change both. for the Rockets. Well, yeah, I mean, it's really both. It's it's scheme, but in basketball, I think it's the playing hard. Now they did change the makeup of the team, which was very very important, huge. So but I but those think
1: guys didn't. even, I mean. Fred Van Vliet is two for eleven or whatever, whatever he was. Uh, you know, uh, nine, Dylan assists. Brooks, nine assists. Nine no, assists. I'm sorry, ten assists. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and then Dylan Dylan Brooks was like three or six was or whatever. Two, was two for just, six. Just a defensive He was guy. he was there, and but 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 they set a tone. Listen, this was another game in which the the Lakers are in the 60s after three quarters. What is, what is going on with this? Yeah. You want to talk? And and that's where I'm talking about defense. That's where I'm talking about culture. That's where I'm talking about the coach. Stephens, if Steven Silas had this team with Dylan Brooks and Fred VanVleet, would they be like this?
0: They'd be better, but I don't think I. I just I don't know because it. Look, I think subtracting KPJ is a major factor.
1: <sighs> I don't I don't know that this is a KPJ thing. It's not all KPJ, but I think no.
0: subtracting him from Jalen Green, I think the combination of those two. I think there was some enabling going on. I think it was important, and I know the Rockets organization loves KPJ and all this stuff, but I think subtracting a guy who, number one, from a basketball standpoint, should not have been at the point. Too sticky. Ball gets too sticky. That's. Did you notice how non-sticky the basketball is right Mm -hmm. now? It's because the system requires – there is a lot of ball movement programmed into plays that are designed. I was watching one where Dylan Brooks brings the ball up court and then Fred Van Vliet comes off of a screen, catches the ball – then he then he makes a pass and comes off of a, a low screen comes up to the top and he rolls he comes underneath that like there are plays they are running that requires ball ball movement it's a way of i think programming the rockets to get used to ball movement as opposed to rocket basketball you know for the better part of the last 23 years and you can even go back to Alawon has been ball goes to one guy and then one guy makes moves And either compliment somebody else, whether it's James with drive and dish, whether it's Steve and Iso Ball, whether it's Charles Barkley isolating Akeem Olajuwon down on the low post making moves. Houston Rockets basketball has primarily been one guy makes a move and they Hmm. can get other people involved. This is one of the first Rocket. This is one of the first times that I've seen right, and I watch Rocket basketball my whole life. And this is one of the first teams where movement is the primary focus and it's not iso and I'm going to take you off the dribble.
1: 26 assists on 51 baskets. That's pretty good in today's NBA. Yeah. I mean over over half of assist over, numbers are assisted. way higher than last year. Yes. Yes. I mean iso I it just was so watching Stephen Catino and James Harden at times just was it's just not even it's not fun basketball. This is fun. This is a bunch of guys that feel like in there their defensive intensity. Now it was seventy-one points through three quarters. So anybody, I know, I said it's sixty. It was seventy-one. Well, it was they gave it all up of, in the third. Yeah, in the, in the third. The
0: third Lakers started making baskets, and
1: yeah, uh, you know, yeah, twenty-six points in the third quarter, which is still that's just twenty-six points. And, and almost went over. It.
0: it got dangerously close to being an over. <clears throat>
1: oh, hey, we what?
0: Two twenty-three and a half was the which over was, under. They hit we don't, How would you know that? Because it got dangerously close, but I, I mean, I had would a friend even the that? game who texted me like these stupid bleeping Lakers. So,
1: so uh, somebody
0: play defense. I'm like, they're not going to play. The defense is going to be in more. The fourth quarter, now. not yeah. with those guys on the floor. Thank they, God weren't they, any, they weren't yeah. playing. Any,
1: any defense in the fourth quarter. Um, but and then I got. John Gruden hates Jalen Green. Yes. How does John think about you? Yeah.
0: Now what are you gonna? Are we gonna start being more?
1: Uh, do I have to apologize to Jalen Green? Yeah.
0: Are, are you gonna apologize because when Jalen Green, Green sucks, Agwell? I
1: say Jalen Green sucks. When Jalen Green doesn't take a big step last year, like Jalen Green was supposed to take a big step, I say Jalen Green didn't take a big step. Now, the big difference. There's a huge difference. I don't think it's KPJ. I think it's Fred Van Vliet, okay? That's well, a much better. But there's a, no KPJ. Well, but even if KPJ was there, he's influenced. He can't
0: get in. in KPJ
1: bit. was still there when Jalen Green immediately went. Who's Fred better Van, for this team? When Fred Van Vliet was signed, uh, Jalen Green was at his house that next day working out with him. KPJ was still on the team at that time. K- KPJ would not be getting in the way of the way Jalen Green is playing right now. Jalen Green is playing this way for two reasons. Emei Odoka and because of Fred Van VanVleet. Well, here's
0: what we don't know, and I don't know this either. I mean, I really don't. I haven't heard this or anything. I do know that they were tight, KPJ and Jalen Green. He's not there in the locker room. He's not there on the road trips. Yeah. Uh, he's not there on the off days. He's not coming off the bench before Jay Sean Tate. Jayshon Tate has that dog. Oh yeah. I mean, and Jayshon Tate, and I know that I know that some basketball fans love the you know. Kevin Porter Jr. could put up numbers now. There's different times he could put up numbers, and he could be the flashes are really fun to watch. But Jay Sean Tate is, and this is all sounds so cliche, but it's so true. He's a glue guy. He's a Mario Ellie. He is a, a PJ Tucker. He's a guy that does nasty work. He puts in nasty work. The block shot that they went and challenged that they had called a foul, I could see right off the bat, I'm like, dude, that's a block. Unless he body to body. That was a great block. He swallowed the basketball on, on Hachimura when he was going to the to the rim. This is Jay Sean Tate. Uh, like it, there's so many there's so many dominoes that have come into effect with some of the moves that were made from a free agency standpoint and what Udoka sees. Like Cam Whitmore is an example of fans were clamoring. We all like the way Cam Whitmore was looking in, a, in, yeah. a, in in Vegas. Every year we get excited about Vegas. And every year, and you know what Udoka's like? Vegas. Yeah. I he's not ready. And They moved him to the G League yesterday or day before yesterday because he needs playing time. Because you know what Adoka wants? He wants Jeff Green. He wants Jay Shantae. Aaron Holiday. He wants Aaron Holiday. These are guys who buy into defense right now, and they know how to play pro basketball. And Cam, it's just going to take time for a young player like Cam Whitmore. He's had one year. But the point I made about three or four days ago about Jalen Green before he started playing well is don't give up on him too early because he has never had structure. He's never had yeah. the coaching like Ime odoka is going to give him, and you know when it comes around and he starts buying into coach, it's not even the buy-in it's it's really just this is the first time more than likely in his career, he has had a guy really say, "This is what's going to happen. This is not where you can leave G League unite after six games. It's not an AAU team where you can switch from team to team if you want to, you know, and it's not Steven Silas. This is where the where the players ran every you know yeah. the players ran over Steven Silas. This is oh no I'm 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 the guy. My name's Ime Odoka. Well, good nice to meet you. I worked under Greg Popovich. There's a way of doing things and we're going to do it my way and I've got the organization's
1: yeah. blessing. I That's, think most important. That is the most important thing. Ime Odoka is running this show, the players aren't and it's a huge difference but look at everybody that and look at everybody that, now Eason is back which is oh, which how is good nice oh what was that j look at the guys that are going to be coming off the bench and Jeff Green is probably going to see his minutes. He, he's got to see his minutes diminish a little bit because Tari Eason is back. You've got to play Jay Sean Tate. And Aaron, Aaron Holiday, I could certainly see this as an eight-man rotation right now where Aaron Holiday is going to play a role. Jay Sean is going to continue to play a role because he does all the things like you just said. But you've got to play Tari Eason. You have to play Tari Eason. He's going
0: to love Jeff Green. I don't know how – I think Holiday – but those guys, there's some replication in terms of positional. So, Absolutely. I don't know how I don't know how it works because I know he's going to love veterans. Every coach loves Jeff Green because he just yeah. he doesn't do bad things. Like he he generally plays plus basketball. Um,
1: and you know, well, who's
0: the guard? Who am I thinking of? Who's the guard that is going to? Well, I'm in Thompson when he gets back from his injury. Where does I I'm think in
1: his Thompson? his minutes are going to be slight well, too.
0: Well, who? Well, who's the guard who's going to play ahead of him?
1: Aaron Holiday's gonna give I minutes. I don't think so. I do. I'm I do. his
0: first round pick, and I think the the defense and the and the explosiveness. Um, here's what you can't have: Jay Sean Tate, Jeff Green, Fred VanVleet, Dylan Brooks. There were those are all non explosive guys. You have to have some explosive athleticism on the court. The one thing the Rockets have downgraded explosiveness. They've upgraded everything else. Basketball IQ defense, like everything else has been an upgrade. The only guy that can really go get a shot off the dribble right now is Jalen Green. I mean and Shingun can too as long as he's singled up. But who who's the other guy who can get to the rim? I meant Thompson can. Tar but you don't but he kind of just gets it in structure.
1: Uh yeah, I'm gonna tell you this, don't sleep on the way Aaron Brooks uh, Aaron Holiday. Holiday plays. Yeah, I mean the way he plays, I'm telling you, that's a that to me looks like an email kind of guy. Yeah. He, the way he, the, his energy, and he does get to the hole, too. I mean, he ain't scared to to drive the lane. I'm telling you, I'm t- I, I, and Amon and is a young guy who can't shoot. <laughs> Where are you going to get the shots when Amon Thompson's on the floor? It'll be interesting to see how, what happens then. But we see Tari Easton back. That's nice. We saw a Rockets team just destroy. Just destroy the Lakers last night. That was fun. LeBron uh, James
0: eighteen points.
1: ESPN 97.5 and ninety And while Dylan I was Brooks. watching that game, you know what I did? I was fixing some Coors Lights. And by the way, I'm going to be at. Uh, I'm going to be there. Todd's going to be there in the Heights at Valencias, which is on thirty fourth Street near Ella, right over there. And we, I want you guys to come on out because on Sunday at noon we'll be buying drinks. We'll be buying Coors Lights for everybody that wants a Coors Light while we're watching a certain football game in Cincinnati. So if you're uh, somebody that would enjoy free Coors Lights during the game and all the great Mexican food that we're going to have there, then we need you to get on over to Valencia's in the Heights on 34th near Ella. So come on out. It's just better to watch the game that way. It's just more fun. It, everything about it. it is just more fun when you've got a cold, clean, crisp, refreshing Coors Light. It is the world's most refreshing beer. Buy in your Coors Lights this Sunday. From noon until well, whenever that game in Cincinnati ends, at Valencia's on thirty fourth.
2: ESPN ninety seven five. You're back in the Veridex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance
1: Zerline. Here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. I, I think this is the first. I don't remember the last time. Do you remember when Frankenstein called the show?
0: No, uh, yesterday. Uh, uh,
1: the sloth. Larch. Oh yeah, sloth.
0: Sloth. No. Oh, what's is his name? Sloth. What's his name? Sloth. It is sloth. Yeah, sloth, sloth called. Uh, he liked you because...
1: Yeah, because I didn't just disrespect him like yeah, you did. Yeah, like I did. Yeah, because you called Bobon Sloth, Frankenstein, I, it, to a be monster. Fair, to be
0: fair, I never used Frankenstein. That was either you or Del. Not me. That was, it was Del, Del, I think.
1: Don't, It wasn't, me. Don't, it was wasn't me. It
0: was him. It was him. It John. wasn't me. It, it wasn't was me. John. Frankenstein. It was John. And Frankenstein's on hold now. I just want to say, I never said Frankenstein didn't come to me. I was... That's not, I said Andre the Giant. No, no. You yes. said Sloth. No, Sloth at you first. Said, sloth you and Monster. Monster. Monster and Sloth. I mean, the I guy is those.
1: just trying to make a living in the NBA. No,
0: I claim those. You're I think you're being the You said ugliest. the team maybe needed more, more Bobon. And yeah. I just said, but, you know, friendly doesn't win games. You got to have a true rim protector. I just don't think it's Bobon. I said he's kind of more of a mascot.
1: Yeah, that's so ugly. I mean... No, I think that's accurate. That is the worst. Here's Frankenstein. Let's get him in. Let's get Frankenstein in here. Hey, Frankenstein. Good morning, gentlemen. Monster was listening yesterday.
0: Monster was disrespected by Lance. Lance hasn't seen Monster's dribble package. No. No. He hasn't. Uh, Monster, Monster
1: thinks Lance should keep Monster's name out of his mouth. Well, okay,
0: now we're in the third person.
1: Monster, uh, beat it, monster. That's uh, a terrible Frankenstein impression. Well,
0: Frankenstein. Well, he
3: goes monster because Frankenstein's not actually his name. Frankenstein's oh, the name right. of the doctor.
1: Monster is his name. That's oh, right. Yeah. That's right.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, right. Doctor Frankenstein. Doctor Frankenstein. I always made that. It's probably one of the easiest mistakes yeah, but to make.
1: Everybody knows Frankenstein is Frankenstein. But
3: Frankenstein. Well, the monster says the that's monster. Frankenstein's Frankenstein. not my name. Right. <laughs> my name is Monster, monster <laughs> Frankenstein.
0: Yeah. yeah. He, is, no, he was right. He's actually, right, that was but, now the. It was an awful lot. Technically, of clarity in the voice.
1: Yeah, there was way too. He groaned. Monster he, has a yeah. great dribble. He, he was like, Arr! and then yeah. he started, and then Arr! he started Monster's talking. Like, don't try to yeah. disrespect
0: Monster because his dribble pack like is Tim off point
1: from Stafford. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so no, 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 Frank. That was a terrible. I didn't
0: disrespect Frankenstein. I had nothing yeah, to say
1: about Frankenstein. Did. Okay. Speaking of terrible, have you seen the Texans injury report?
0: Uh, yeah, I saw the initial.
1: Well, yeah. Well, let's see what it looks Did like on Friday. Did not participate yesterday.
0: Let's see what it looks like on Friday. Will
1: Anderson Jr., Andrew Beck, mm-hmm. Blake Cashman, Kaimi Fairbairn, Brevin Jordan, Stephen Nelson, Damian Pierce, Laramie Tunsil, Jimmy Ward, Robert Woods, Nico Collins. Now, well, a lot
0: of those are real injuries, too. You had yes. Jimmy. Jimmy I mean, Ward's a real injury. MJ Stewart, Jimmy Ward. Stephen uh,
1: Nelson, back and neck.
0: You don't need receive Like, the one thing you can lose against against uh, the the. The Bengals are corners. You don't really need corners when you face <laughs> off against Joe Burrow. No, actually, though, they're not going to have Jamar okay. Chase.
1: Uh, Yeah. They're, yeah George, More Jamar than likely, Jamar, Jamar Chase, well, Chase
0: is not going to play, so you'll get a taste of T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. Well,
1: how about this limited participation? Jonathan Greenard, he's got a hand. He's probably going to play. Henry Toto has got a concussion. Uh, George Fant has got a knee problem. Titus Howard has a knee. Um, IJ Sanders has a knee. Derek Stingley Jr. had limited participation.
0: Yeah. Sting
1: is back. What? Well, limited participation. So is it because he pulled a hamstring down in the middle he, of practice? If he actually ran it all, there's a chance that he's going to be out for another seven weeks. Okay,
0: so he hasn't been back since week. Was well, week ten? Two.
1: Week two. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's been two months. Two. So months. He comes back.
0: This is actually when they said six to eight weeks. Is that eight weeks?
1: It's eight weeks. It's eight weeks now. A two month hammy. Yeah, and. Well, it's a limited participation, and if I'm them, yeah. By limited, I mean you go walk over there. Don't come. Don't you know?
0: No, I think he was actually practicing. I think there is a. I think I think we can expect to see Stingley in the game.
1: Yesterday was a lighter practice. Today's a heavier practice.
0: Do you think he's got the gas he needs to play in a in, in an NFL? game? I don't game? know
1: what he was doing while, while he was off for the two months. Well, they were. I mean, they I mean, were I mean, rehabbing was, him
0: and stuff like yeah. that. And there was. I mean, it's a legitimate. <laughs> There's a legitimate rehab. Diaz
1: every day? I don't... No, no,
0: but I'm just saying you don't. If you're not running at full speed every day, you can't. When you got a hamstring, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Even when you're, I mean, there had to be some for him to get back into practice. He has been running full speed. Or... You can't just get into practice because you say, okay, let's ease you in with some practice. Like that's yeah, part of the can rehab process. How
1: does it feel? It's better. Yeah, well, you, we're position, doing all the work. We've been doing the electrodes and all this stuff to to make it better. And now all of a sudden, well, come on, well, start he running. he could
0: probably run full speed. The problem is, is he? In, is this conditioning where it needs to be? A highly unlikely.
1: Probably online. not. Probably not. But you know what? You're probably going to play him limited. You're going to play. You think? Gonna, yeah. I, I mean,
0: think if he's out there, he's he starting. Well, not
1: if he doesn't have the wind. I'm a little like concerned you just about just said he's not in condition to play every play. We
0: just have to do what you do then put him on Tyler Boyd, Slowpoke.
1: Put him on just put him on Tyler Trent Boyd. Irwin. That's your that's Put him your on solution. the white guy, Trent Irwin. Oh no, there's a. That's probably yeah, the play. Yeah, that's probably the play. Yeah. Are there any yeah. What white receivers do they have?
0: Trent Irwin from Stanford, that's the guy. Oh, a Stanford we'll put, guy?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, we'll
0: put him on that. Yeah, yeah.
1: Absolutely. Um 7137803776 the number if you want to get in Luke's here. Who's
0: Garden T Higgins.
1: Um is Steven Nelson hurt? Steven Nelson is hurt. Tavir? I guess. Uh Shaquille?
0: I guess. Yeah. I mean, we can't do Stingley cuz he's on the white guy.
1: Uh, well, you got I mean, you got to have one guy that can cover cuz Jamar Chase is out. Are you telling me you don't have any guys that can uh, cover T Higgins? Everyone's on the injured list. <sighs>
0: everyone's on the injured list. Both tackles? Come on now. I think that's just a matter. I think that's come on, that's Left tackle, Laramie Tunsell, that's a veteran move. Let us uh, sit this one out, dog.
1: Uh, yeah, no, no, no. He'll be fine. He'll be, fine. <laughs> he'll be now, well, I am concerned It is a about, knee. Now, this now, is multiple times with knee.
0: I know, and I am concerned about safeties. Steven Nelson, Beck got really legitimately banged up, uh, and you had somebody before Hassan
1: Beck. Ridgeway was really banged up.
0: Yeah, I mean, we had some real injuries in yeah. that game. Yeah. There was real injuries that, that could play a factor um, in this as well. And, of course, Fairbairn.
1: Uh, yeah, um. but you did sign um, uh, Amendola to the – you got him on the practice squad, so if he's better – man, that's a downgrade, though. Kaimi has been, uh, you know, quietly really, really good for this football team. Kaimi Fairbairn has been really, really good, and I don't think he gets enough credit. When he signed that $4 million, $16 million deal, it was like, what in the world are you doing, Bill O'Brien? What in the hell? You're signing a kicker to $4 million a year? And guess what? He was—he's pretty good. He did a—he actually did a he's done a really nice job. And I guess—I guess kickers are going for four million a year now. Is that what a good kicker goes I'm for? Go for more than that. Yeah, Miami's
3: like in maybe maybe about tenth best. Well, I should have had JT
1: kicking.
0: That's just—he yeah, so used to be one of the higher paid, and he's kind of gone down a little bit. Dang it,
1: JT! You can't kick at all. Terrible son. Start kicking. pitching, kick. He's
3: working for God, right?
1: He is working for God, but he could have been making $4 million a year while he was oh, working for Oh, so you God. value money over I'm spiritual sorry. health? Both. you We can have some of both. CJ Stroud's working for There's a for lot of rich too. people that are godly. Well, C.J. Well, CJ Stroud. CJ
0: Stroud's working for God, yeah. too, and he's throwing Tim dimes. Tim Tebow's rich. DeSean, he's throwing dimes.
3: I was told Deshaun was godly, too.
0: Well, and then he just took a little detour.
3: That, is that what oh, we're calling it's like it? A big uh, I'm sorry. Did the you bridge not, is out. What are you talking yeah.
0: about? Uh, this was in the Bible. There's something in the book. Remember the fatted calf and the whole thing where the guy, Deshaun, eventually will come back into the fold and the then they'll kill the, the prodigal
1: son? He's the prodigal son. He's the prodigal son. Okay. All right. The fatty calf.
0: But father. Why are you killing his calf for Deshaun? Yeah. He got all those massages and was pushing his, you know, doing a.
3: <laughs> what? His, 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 is that in the Bible? His, no, well, it, but this is a no, parable.
1: no, but it's this just is a, a parable. Bad. Is that it's in the nice. new,
3: is that in the new, new Testament? This is new,
0: terrible? new Testament where the parable is about Deshaun and like son. We're bringing Deshaun back to Houston because Deshaun's coming back to Houston. Yeah. Eventually prodigal son,
1: father, slaughter that calf and bring a big towel. with we, you. Um,
0: <laughs> we almost had prodigal son James returned. Ugh! Uh, how I, gross would that have been? Oh. Seriously, the greatest day in Houston sports history. Is okay. when James didn't – when the Rockets hired E-Man, he goes, don't put don't that work. James on me. No. We're not doing
3: this with James. Don't put that coming. evil. Who's going to do that for the Astros when Brad Osmus is right around the corner? Oh,
1: God. But, and speaking of – well, we got some Astros to talk about as well, so we'll do that on the it's other a side. a lot of <laughs> – what?
0: We'll, we're going we'll you... to do it on the okay. other side, but right okay. now we're going
1: to do John Daspitt. that's what we're John Daspitt.
0: John Daspit. See, I'm a little upset because certain things just aren't – they're not – the pieces aren't fitting together and – Things seem to be disheveled and disorganized with on, with certain organizations right now, at least that 's a perception not with John Daspot, John Daspot and his law firm I mean John is the guy he is heavily involved he 's not just a guy doing TV commercials and, and and number one he wants he wants to make sure you know he 's not one of these guys who 's a gimmicky guy. his whole entire thing is he 's a personal injury lawyer who helps people who have been badly injured, and he wants to make sure that you don't get screwed over. It's that simple. He has handled a lot of the biggest cases where there's been big refinery blasts, the, the big Astroworld lawsuits that are going on. He's got you know, several clients on that one as well. And he makes sure that your medical bills get taken care of, your physical therapy, any surgeries that need to get paid or or even, you know, when doctors need to look into what's going to happen in the future because that needs to be accounted for. Because what the insurance companies are trying to do is get you to sign a piece of paper, take their check, and that's and you're all done. But what you don't realize is, was everything accounted for? Because in many cases, if it wasn't, you can't go back and get money for that surgery you have to have. So make sure that you have someone who understands all that, understands your pain and suffering, and will get you a strong settlement that is in your favor and not the insurance company's favor. The people who, you know, their negligence may have caused uh, your pain and suffering and your injury. It's John Daspit and a Daspit Law Firm. Go to DaspitLaw.com or call 713-CALL-NOW.
2: ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, home of old. Currently in the Veritex Community Bank studios. One is a renowned forensic blood splatter expert. The other, an appointed master of haberdashery. It's John and Lance.
1: All right, 732. You, what you want to talk about? You're more than welcome to get in at 713780 3776. I want to That's talk number.
0: about just for just quickly
1: the politics. No. Oh, you want to talk about politics? No. Because uh, we, 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 we had a
0: we debate in there. Had a, We had an in depth discussion about. About, uh, about the Republican our, our, Party, yeah. About international, yeah. just we had international discussions.
1: Did you you watch the uh, the debate last night?
0: I saw I saw some of it. I was watching the Rockets, but I, I paused it. I wanted to see, I wanted to see what uh, it's kind of. It it was pretty normal. Like it wasn't. When Trump's there, you just never know what's going to happen, and then I just saw a couple little shots that Vivek was throwing, and then Nikki Haley was. Shot back at then him. Then he mentioned Ronda her daughter. Sanchez was I am the first one and only one that did this ever?
3: He mentioned her daughter, not Ronda Santos Vivek did of Nikki Haley, and she got really upset.
0: She got upset. Yeah, I missed yeah. that. She called he him mentioned scum. He said she, he said <laughs> you she don't was, hear
1: that word very much. anymore. You're scum. Yeah,
0: scum is not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't think they really like yeah. each other uh, in That'd real be life. Like
1: if me and LeShane were up there, yeah, you're you're a boy scumbag. Hey, they scumbag. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, uh, but, but, but I so watched the, so all, the,
0: every second of the Rockets with joy. Yeah. Couldn't wait to watch Rockets. Yeah, couldn't wait to watch Rockets. And, and you know and what? Guess what? Rockets and Texans are on a come up. What I don't want to happen is they for the like, Astros to be on a come down.
1: Well, they seem to be on the same trajectory, which means watch out, Bengals this weekend. Well, Watch out, the Bengals injury. Over thing 500. Is, well, there's no Jamar Chase. Over 500.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. There's no Jamar Chase. I, honestly, it's one of these things where usually I would just say, okay, Bengals win by 14. What's the nine? 14. It ain't 14. I don't know what the line is, but my guess What'll is. What'll be interesting to see is, my my guess is, if, is it's like what D'Amico
1: talked about before if they can handle success. Yeah. Like they couldn't before. When they won. They came back from after the break, and it looked like crap because they didn't. He, he felt like they didn't put the work in that they needed to beat uh, the Panthers. It'll be interesting to see whether or not how how he handles them this week, uh, and whether or not they're able to handle the success of the win last week. Now the Astros, they're, apparently they're taking their time with the uh, uh, um, your guy was hired yesterday uh, by the Angels. So, he's uh, no longer uh, available. Who, Ron Washington? Ron Washington. He's not my guy. He's your, that's he what you said guy. you wanted. <laughs> I didn't say I wanted that's Ron what, Washington. Yeah, I heard that yesterday. Pretty- I want a
0: spot, but some of you made a pretty compelling point that if the Astros were going to hire a spot, it would have already happened.
1: Uh, not and, they would, and
0: they wouldn't have let his contract but, expire. They let his contract expire. Dana Brown didn't even know that. So, yeah. so, this is my point. Dana didn't know his contract expired. Yeah. They They haven't even, like... He's out there twisting in the wind. They're talking about Jeff Bagwell having this and that Dana says, I'm the one controlling this and then I'll get input from it. I just feel like
1: it was a bad look with Dana not knowing that.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it was a really bad look. and, and, And a lot of people have made the point. I saw, I don't know who it was. Somebody made a pretty compelling point. You have a guy who has not been hired yet. They're going They're They're letting him twist in the wind. And, and he has been interviewed for other managerial jobs and has never gotten one.
1: They probably figure eh, he ain't getting no more, so we're we're okay. He ain't getting a job anywhere if we don't. Hi- if, if you're they- an
0: Astros guy and no one wants you, is that not a? That's kind of worries me a little bit. You should want to well, hire that all maybe the Astros because you who they are going after. Apparently, I guess Troy Snitker is. Uh, did, or is it Troy Snitker? Yeah, yeah. Snitker is. Uh, there's two Snitkers. No. He is. They are looking at him. Yeah. You know, and, he's, and getting,
1: I, he's getting a look from one of the jobs. I forget which one yeah. it is.
0: And I think Espada <sighs> is too.
1: Mm. Yes, but, and maybe this is the problem that Jim Crane has with Espada. Well, if he's so great, why is everybody, he's interviewed four different times for different managerial positions and nobody wants him. Why do we want him?
0: Well, I don't think Jim cares that other people do. I think Jim will do what he thinks is best to do. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I I don't think he cares about what... Well, why is no one else hiring him? I think Jim Crane knows whether or not he wants to hire him. Look, Jim Crane lets people's. Usually, when Jim Crane lets your contract expire, James yeah. Click, it's over. Yeah. And his spot is contract expired. Yeah. Lopez isn't coming back. Uh, Lopez Pettison isn't even a candidate. Com- yeah. Pettis coming back. I think those guys are all going to be gone. Well, I don't know that with Pettis.
1: Well, apparently... Espada is more of an uh, an analytics guy, which is why Dana and Dana Brown has made every indication the players love. He's the only guy that he mentioned that they're interviewing when at the at the general manager meetings the other day. When he was interviewed, the only guy he that he would say is going to get an interview it was Joe Espada. He would not, you know, he did say something to the effect that it was overplayed. How much uh, that he was uh, which, who was the guy on the other staff that he wanted anyway, anyway, Joe Mar- John Morosi had written about some other guy on a staff and he was like slow down on that. Anyway, Joe Joe Espada is the guy. I think they feel like we got we can we'll, we can have Joe Espada any anytime. Let's do our due diligence on everybody, although they're not even, it doesn't even seem like they're not naming anybody. Nobody, according to any report, has come in for an interview yet. They're really, really slow playing this thing. It's not like, though, there's all these great managerial... Craig Council, okay. I mean, the Cubs... Something was funny about that. It was just a couple days after Craig Council was done with the Brewers, he signed in a, an $8 million a year deal with the Cubs. I mean, that did, yeah. that negotiation took... A matter of two hours. Well, you
0: think it's, it's, it was obviously it was ongoing before the Brewers are sitting there, like dee, 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 thinking everything's everything's gravy and biscuits, and it unless was, they didn't want them anymore, unless they didn't want them. But, but I think they. Well, I guess the report I read was they were pretty shocked
1: that this happened. Well, it shocked that it, it, and it, how much?
0: Yeah, and then council. I think that was going on behind the scenes, but the council must be he must be a really talented
1: manager. Dan, Dana Brown also said that he really likes young players. This is, it's interesting. What's wrong with that? No, he... He uh, talked
0: about bringing up three. Yeah, there's there's three younger <laughs> players. He didn't talk about but there's three younger players. Yeah, I, I think there is, I think this is good news for the Astros minor league system if the players are ready.
1: Well, it is, it's always rated as one of the worst, and yet every time they bring up a young player, that young player uh, does just great things. And, you know, you only need a couple of guys that are going to make it up to the big leagues. And if you have a couple of guys at the top, I mean, Yiner Diaz came out of nowhere, right? Luis Garcia came out of nowhere. Urquidy, they weren't high. None of them were high prospects. Kyle Tucker obviously was. But McCormick wasn't thought of as a – and McCormick has been, you know, not only good but really, really good. All of these guys – Uh, Jeremy Pena was not that highly considered. Okay, you're going to take his place. Great. Okay, I'll take his place. Uh, They've only got a couple of infield prospects that they think, but they aren't even going to be ready for next year, Bryce Matthews and Zach DiZenzo. But they do have a couple of outfielders that they feel like could possibly come up and make a run. Jake Myers isn't coming back, right? But if you bring no, up a young... A,
0: but he's not a free agent.
1: No, but... What do you mean? You just... I don't just... I don't He'll, know. Go away. I
0: don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You, know go, you can't just tell Jake Myers to go away. You're going to hurt his feelings. I'm not going to
1: hurt his... I'm not trying to hurt his I feelings. You, I, just, I, just,
0: I just... My dad is... You know, I know. He just I, thinks Jake looks like he's so confused by everywhere he was he said you don't say that on the radio what I say
1: about Jake I'm like yeah. nah, I mean
0: not that sometimes
1: <laughs> so but 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 here's the thing if you bring up young players you got to play them they can't be they, they, you know what you can't Cam Whitmore them they can't sit on the bench and watch everybody and come up and and and, and play once a week Cam's or with pinch the, hit yeah Cam's with the Skeeters now. he's he's got to go to the Skeeters yeah. that's right you got to keep them down in the minor league system, unless they're going to play every day, and I, are they going to play ahead of Chas McCormick? No, are, are not you, anymore. Are you are you going to get Are you going to get anybody in free agency? Because the obvious choice for a free agent would be center field or left field.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So well, if you do do chance, that, but how I, are you going to bring up young players?
0: I don't think it's going to be well. You know, young infield. I mean, Dubon has got the infield covered, and he's got the outfield yes. covered. So you got your Led-Miz Diaz. Also known as your Marwan Gonzalez 3.0 now. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Catcher? But that's probably going to be a veteran
1: catcher. Well, again, and then the talk is right now that they're talking to Maldonado about coming back. But I know I don't want in that. the front office, the word is... we. It's going to be very difficult for Maldonado to come back and play a backup role because Fromber and Verlander are going to go to the manager, whoever that manager is. Yeah. And by the way, that manager is new. And if it's Joe Espada, he's going to be highly influenced by veteran players like that. And they're going to say we want Maldonado to catch, and Reiner Diaz cannot sit and watch Maldonado catch no. twice or three times. We're talking times about a, week. a guy
0: with the potential to hit thirty home
1: runs. Yes, you
0: can't. I mean, a fifth, a fifth, a, a guy who's going to be hitting somewhere, you know. Fourth, fifth in the lineup, yeah, potentially, yeah. You, ha- I mean, eventually, probably more like fifth. Worst case, probably sixth. sixth. Yeah, yeah. Um, with although, guys, although with his ability, I mean, with his ability, it's really more. You know, you could look at his Altuve one, Bregman two, Tucker three, your Jordan three, Tucker four, and then Yiner five. No,
1: Abreu's five, and he's yeah. Six.
0: But I mean, this is a thirty. Abreu's never going to sniff thirty home runs.
1: Um. Well, I'm just saying
0: from pure power yeah. and, and, and ability to hit. Giner Diaz was a much better hitter than a
1: last year. Yeah.
0: And but a is a year older, so it could be a year better.
1: A year older?
0: Yeah. Maybe it's like wine. Maybe a year older is a year better. Not usually in oh, baseball. Oh,
1: oh. He's like fifteen years older than Giner. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a year older, so yeah, you know, no, he'll get better. He's got well, he did he get better as the season went along? A lot better. Oh. He absolutely did. So maybe he is better with age. Seven forty three ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five. I just a lot of stuff that Dana Brown is saying lately is just kind of weird. It's just weird. Uh so we'll find we'll see whether or not. I know
0: Wait. it feels disheveled. Like I, I'm not used to it this is a weird world where you know the Rockets are really playing hard defensively and sharing the basketball. They're on a four game win streak. What? Then you look over to the right and yeah, D'Amico's got these guys really playing. They've got a quarterback uh with 14 touchdowns, one interceptions, he plays on time, gets rid of the 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 football. Um they are they've won uh, or they are at 500 right now and seem to really be heading in the right, right direction. Huh? And and in the front office, seems like it's not a mess and the coach is very stable. What? And you look at the Astros, don't have a manager, <laughs> all the bullpen guys are going. GM doesn't know that the bench coach's contract expired. Jeff Bagwell's has talked about his. Be, Brad Osmus may come, you know, come be either a GM or a manager. You just never know with Osmus. You can, you know, either one. They're the same role: right. GM, manager, whatever. Whatevs. Like they're, what sh- the hell? <laughs> how is how are the Astros just, like this right now? And you got the Rockets and Texans like well, you know, we've got our stuff together. Can't wait! I want all three.
1: It'll well, be great. I want all three. No, we don't. We you can't have it.
0: Okay, we deserve nice things in Houston.
1: Wow, you know what? What's really nice is Artists of Grand. You know, what's really nice the Canstead and the Dublin. It's really nice if you, especially if you've had a habit of uh, dipping over the years. If you are a dipper, if you're somebody that puts that tobacco, that nicotine in between your cheek and gum, if you're somebody that does this constantly every day, day in day out, have you taken a look at your teeth? Have you taken a I, what about in under where are you put that in every day day in day out you feel like it's kind of sore do you feel like you are getting any kinds of sore listen how about stopping how about changing and it's difficult because you're addicted to it well how about this hemp in a pouch made of hemp with cbd but yet the same flavor that you love because they got all kinds of flavors if you want the tobacco flavor they've got that as well so you can wean yourself from that dip with hemp in a pouch made of hemp with CBD oil. It's so good. CBD American Shaman has said we want to carry it in our stores as well. This is happening every day. We need you to change. It's gross. It's terrible. Stop with the dipping and go with can or Do blend nine seven five dip dot com nine seven five dip dot com ninety 97-5.
2: seven five John plus Lance equals a damn good start to your day. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance.
1: All right, uh, 749 on ESPN, 97.5 and 92.5. 713 3776 is the number if you want to get in here with us. 713 3776 the number to hang out with us here. Uh, rockets looked great last night. Rockets looked Oh, by the way, did you see Wemby last night in New York? He had more air balls than made baskets through three quarters,
0: yeah you think it was the do you think it was playing in New York
1: do you think what was playing? Well,
0: how much was, do you think he was feeling pressure it in was New, New York? York because it was New well York. you know it's it's New York, yeah, it's huge it's not that it's the it's not that it's that you're playing the the Knicks It's like do you feel like he was do you feel like some of it was the pressure of being in New York on that stage
1: Um, uh, maybe. Uh, maybe, or they just did a, I don't know, maybe I mean he's throwing up air balls. He, one of them was from, from like five feet. He threw up. It would, it might've been, I mean, it was his first time playing in, in, in the Madison square garden. I could see it. It's, uh, it's interesting though. Um, I don't think he's going to be rookie of the year. If you want to know the truth. I don't, I mean, I know he gets all kinds of hype, but he's also going to get the looks like this ESPN, any other rookie that, that didn't play well. Is not going to get the the look that the that ESPN true. gave him this morning. That's
0: true. But his remember he's going to get better as the season goes on.
1: Um. Yeah, we think so. Now the Spurs beat the Rockets already. If you if the Spurs were going to play the Rockets today, this team looks no.
0: Different. I like the Rockets. I like the Rockets I like too. Like the Rockets.
1: Uh, this team looks like a different team from those first three games that they played. This well, season.
0: well, they they played to get this is. You know it was crazy that, of course, my hot take on this. You know, he was done with the Rockets after game one, and mm-hmm. then they were 0-3. I told you. I said, Mason, they've got to learn to play together. They haven't – none of these guys have played together. We're talking about Dylan Brooks, Fred Van Vliet. These are brand-new guys. Then you've got new roles for Jalen Green. You've got a new role. Uh, Shingun's role feels pretty much the same, but this this is a brand-new – like Jabari Smith is – is Jamar Smith is a fit-in guy, so I'm not worried about him. New guys off the bench. They're learning a new system. This is all. It, was, it, it takes time. You got to play together. Actually, you really want to know the truth. It's coming together faster than I thought it would. And I now f- it's two games against De'Aaron. There's no De'Aaron Fox. There's no Anthony Davis. That's yeah. what you're going to say, right? You're going to crap on us. I was because gonna, no, I was going to talk about the
3: schedule that started their season. They okay. played on the road in Orlando, in Orlando against a team that Hard has expectations. Win, right. Orlando's four and three like them. They played the. The Warriors, yeah, and they played them well, and they and Steph Curry took over in the first, in the fourth quarter, and the the Spurs, who are like where they are, a Spurs Spurs team find their way, um, who should be battling for play-in, maybe a a six or seven seed, depending on how things go in the rest of the conference. So they played. Then you saw the you saw the Kings without Deandre Fox and Lakers who were terrible on the road. So I think they're playing to the level that they should. They they're no longer a soft touch. If you are bad or playing poorly, the Rockets will beat you. That wasn't the case last year.
0: That's a great point. That's true. Yeah, if you're not if if you're ga- if you are not on your game, you could still beat the Rockets. Now it appears now there's no Anthony Davis, no De'Aaron Fox. Your your last three games have been against teams missing their best player, best player, and second player. I think it was Rouge
1: who made the point. He said, If I'm gonna be fair now, but when they lost by thirty, the first game said it's just one game. Let's not be overreact. I'm going to do the same right now. They didn't yeah. have they didn't have street clothes. They didn't have De'Aaron Fox. So we got to take this with a little grain of salt as well. Yep. I mean, you beat the Lakers, but the Lakers aren't but the end all be it's all. It's
0: not. But it's not results to me. It's process. Process is right. different. I pro, results can come and go. Process is what creates results. If you, the process is different there is people care more about defense it still gets it's not like they're locked down dog defenders that's not that's not really not what i'm seeing but i do see there is generally more hustle there is generally more energy on the ball with on the ball defense the help side defense needs to get a little bit better but honestly if you look at the process the process of sharing the basketball the process of moving the ball the process one of the things that's been most exciting to me john after the first two games where they were just fumbling a ball all over the place. Actually, they've tightened up the turnovers. They're not turning over as more yeah. now. The assisted turnover is much better. The process is it's exciting because the process is different. And results will come with that. So, yeah, I'm not, you know, it's four games in a row. You've won four in a row, which but, you want to be excited. Well, Roosh makes a good point, though. But isn't,
1: isn't it... <laughs> I mean, everything is easier though when you play defense. Miss shots, you get out on a, you 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 you're able to run. The defense isn't back, isn't set up, as opposed to getting the ball out of the basket every single time they did, like they did under Stephen Silas, up half and court. you have to set up at half court. Right. I mean, you're getting so much more. I mean, and and it snowballs. Look at how it snowballed last night. Well, I think
0: having a creator at the big I was also a really big deal because Shingoon's assist totals obviously are way up, right? He's averaging over seven assists now a game, right at seven. When you have a big, and you've got Jalen Green cutting to the basket, and he's getting on the ball to attack the rim. Fred Van Vliet has actually made a couple of layups this year. Um, when you have a player who can pass like Shingoon and the ball is going through him more, good things are going to happen. And 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 you find, guys, you're not having to work so hard for every basket this year. And let's, hey, Dylan Brooks is not going to shoot threes like this much of the year. I do think Jabari will be a better three-point shooter, Dylan Brooks is going to regress back to, you know, there will be a regression to the mean with Dylan Brooks. He's he's number, well, going into the game, he was number two in the league, minimum 20 attempts, and three-point percentage behind Dougie McBuckets. Like, number two in the league, Dylan Brooks. That's not a no, real d- thing. <laughs> oh, that no. doesn't really exist in the real, that's that's no. Black Mirror stuff.
1: Yeah. no. In no.
0: real life, he's not going to be
1: that. No, that's not. That's, don't sit. that's. Not right. Don't say that. What? What? I mean, do you, you're you're making sci fi stuff. It is. It's not. It's that's Am I it, wrong? Okay, say I'm wrong. We're two weeks into the season. That's that's, that's why yeah. he's
0: number two. But I love it, and, and maybe he will be a better shooter with the Rockets. Maybe he'll take a few less bad shots. I I like whatever's happening right now. LeBron James had eighteen points yesterday. Yeah, I know. LeBron, every time, did you see the videos of, you probably didn't see it on Twitter, the Rockets are going through pregame and whatever, and Dylan Brooks is standing by himself staring down at LeBron James. <laughs> like In his mind, this is the most, he probably wakes up and it's the only thing on his mind. And for LeBron, it's like, I have to deal with, the, uh, I hate dealing with this guy. For, with irritants, it's probably like that for every point guard that ever played against Pat Beverly. Even though we look at them as not as skilled and kind of, you know, some of the stuff is a little corny or cheesy or whatever. The fact is, I don't think you can discount the fact that when you know you have to go against Pat Beverly, that is not a game you. You look at that game and like, and when you're flying there, you're like, oh my god, I got Beverly's going to be picking me up most of the game. Yeah, and LeBron's got to look and like say. It's not that he's afraid of him. He's just, just like a pain I in I the ass. Yeah. Deal with this again. Yep. Really, I got no Anthony And he had to
1: deal with it pregame about the, what he was talking about with LeBron controlling Everything. the media.
0: <laughs> Then he and LeBron said he actually thought yeah. Dylan Brooks deserved the, the the contract he got. I don't know why somebody would ask him to accept to start start stuff. But did you see Dylan Brooks LeBron before they're even like I don't know what the what it was. There's no one else around on the court. I think LeBron came out early. At a timeout or something, and Dylan Brooks is standing right in front of him like this. There's no one around them, and I just and all I could think of was, God, it must be such a pain in the ass to deal with Dylan Brooks. Mm-hmm. You know, to know that this is the most important thing for him all year long it, is the get back game after last year. Yep. So he is going to be and he so... only had
1: 18. Listen, he hit the yeah. it was the under. He hit the under. Was There's 26.
0: No by him. the way, the real number is 26 and a half.
1: Was it? Under, and under, it, was way eight, under. it was way under. Yeah, didn't play in the closed. fourth
3: quarter. They were the, like, eh, you know what? We play a lot of minutes. You're, we're not coming back. You sit down. You sit
1: right here. Yeah. yeah no, sit. no, no. Nobody played a lot of minutes last night. No No I one did. needed to. Nobody did. <laughs> did
0: Boban get a play?
1: He, he did. Boban played.
0: That's, and that's my point. When Boban's in the game, something's gone extremely well or extremely terrible. And yesterday it was extremely well.
1: Boban played important minutes against Charlotte, their first win of the year. Okay? So slow down. Landell was out, but at that, whatever. Yeah. Whatevs. Um, Boban is an important part of this team. Boban, Stop calling him a monster. No,
0: he's not. Boban is fun. I want Boban to be on the yes, team. Yes, yes. I want Boban to be on the team. But for autograph signings, to go to schools, to Co- go read to kids. Commercials. Stuff like that. Yeah. Commercials. Yeah, yeah you got to have one of those. Look, how is he Model
1: not Model the, the H-Town jerseys.
0: How is he not... Yeah. How is he not on an H-E-B commercial?
1: Uh, oh, I know, right?
0: How is he not... You know Lance McCullers is there. God forbid. And thoughts and prayers with Lance McCullers getting healthy.
1: By the way, but July, how is, July is out the, there? Uh, is the, is the is the is the date? It looks like he's going to be oh, in, back well, in July. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm no, sure. Everything's going to go swimmingly yeah. in he, July. He always comes back when they say he's going mm-hmm. to. So, no we, we got to break here. You bottom, know what I call him? No setback, McCullers. Bottom, bottom of the hour, Josh. Pate street is going to join us. <laughs> Uh, Josh Page's gonna join us at the bottom of the hour to talk college football, so we're looking forward to that. We're sitting here right calling now.
0: Anthony Davis street clothes, knowing damn well we got my
1: colors. Time to talk about Chastang Ford and Chastang Ford is it, I, I picked up my truck yesterday, as a matter of fact. You know, they had a recall on the Lightning, and they, they, they got a fix and the service couldn't have been better. They kept me updated on everything that was happening, gave me a loaner uh, truck to take around, and that was awesome. Driving a, around an F-150, that was just spectacular. They're going to do whatever it takes. If I asked them to come and pick the truck up and deliver it back to me, they would have done that. But I said, no, I can, I can do that. You're looking for the best way to get into that Ford car or truck. There's only one way to do it, and that's my peeps over at Chastain Ford. I love love what they do every single time and you're going to love it too no add-ons no markups they're going to give you a square deal every single time they're going to find out how much your payments have to be at they're going to get you at that at that right at that number and you're going to do it with uh, everything that you want in the vehicle not what they want in the vehicle if you order it online if you order it from them it's going to be perfect exactly how you want it. If you got it, you, you know, if they got the package out there on the lot that you like, oh my goodness, well, I'm going to take that ex- exactly how it is. And they've got vehicles on the lot right now. They got super duties right now at $2,500 off or 0% financing for 36 months. You're looking for whatever Ford car or truck or pre-owned vehicle. They've got them right now at Chastain Ford and they do it better than everybody else. ChastainFord.com on 610 at Homestead, not Homestead. It's five minutes from downtown Chastain Ford.
2: ESPN 97.5